Welcome to Kingdom Perspective Broadcast, the teaching ministry of Dr. David Ogaga. We believe that this message is going to open up the seals and cause you to have a deeper revelation into the Word of God that will make you see beyond the letters in the Word. Here is Dr. David. All right, praise the Lord. I just feel like to share this with some of us as a way of encouragement. I see so many people, even hearing on the news, reading on the medias, how devastating a lot of people are, how men are committing suicide because of what happened to them some years back, how people are getting sued and caught for what they were done to, or people did to them when they were young. The whole thing looks very strange, and sometimes you could feel as very painful as well. There's nothing wrong with all of that. But there is something the scripture says that is so powerful that I think is encouraging. And I would like us to take a look at that. If you look at Philippians chapter 3 and verse 13, Paul made this statement. Brethren, I can know myself to have apprehended. But this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, reaching forth unto those things which are before now, I want you to listen to this. This is so vitally important. Brethren, I cannot myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, there is only one thing needful in life. I'm talking about where your future speaks. There's only one thing needful in life, and that is to look forward. That is to push on with what you have at hand to do. But it's one thing I do, Paul says, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto the things which are before. Like I said, this is a very, very powerful instru- instruction, I mean, scripture and very instructive. Now, can we see then the wisdom why God put our eyes in front of us and not behind us? I just need you to think a little bit. No man has his eyes behind him. Why? God did not intend us to look behind. Your past is your past. You can't recover your past no matter how sorrowful you want to be. No matter how long you want to think about what happened to you when you were young or somebody did to you yesterday. You can't recover any of those things. Your eyes are in the front or in front of you because God wants you to look forward. He doesn't want you to look backward. Praise the Lord. Your future is much more important than anything behind you. Are you there with me? We can easily imagine why all the armor of God as well in the book of Ephesians are all in front. All of the armor of God the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the sword of the spirit, the bed, everything of the warfare that God describes for us in the book of Ephesians are in front. None of them are behind us. Because the war is in front. You face the enemy headlong. None behind. If anything, he takes care of your back. Praise the Lord. Remember what happened in the wilderness. The glory cloud was always behind them, shielding them as they are moving on. So the whole thing is future. The whole thing is forward. The whole thing is in your front. Nothing to do with behind. Your past is gone. 
you can recover it. Brooding over all of those past will never produce anything tangible. Your past can never produce anything tangible for your future. Your past is gone, people. You can't recover your past. There is nothing brooding over. You have no need to brood over that which happened some years back. No. Thinking about what is going wrong can never fix the mind the Father has for you in your future. Anything gone wrong is gone wrong. You can only fix it by looking at what next can be done. But not thinking over it. It's like people talk about brooding over a spilled milk. There's nothing you can do about that. You can recover it. Praise the Lord. So you see, your tomorrow is always better than your yesterday. With clear focus and wisdom for living. Your tomorrow is always better, by far better than your yesterday. With clear focus and wisdom for living. You are not asked to live in your past, you are asked to live in your future. You can make your future what you want it to be. Your past, you can do nothing about it. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Your yesterday disappointment does not correspond to your future glory that the Father has for you. No matter how disappointed you've been in life, no matter how disappointed your yesterday has been, it can speak into your future, except you allowed it. Are you done with me? When you spend your tomorrow in your yesterday, brooding over what you can't recover, You're just wasting your time. You see people spend a lot of energy thinking about, oh, if this had never happened, oh, if I were in that place, oh, if this is that. No, some people even come to the point where you you talk to me like that because life just changed. So what does it matter? Life changed, it just changed. Just accept the situation now and do something about your tomorrow. That you were rich before and then you became poor. It's not excuse for you to be angry or aggressive at any point in time where people are talking. You know, you, you see people come to the point that, oh, it's just because things change for me. It's just because life turned me upside down. Otherwise, people like you ought not to be talking where I'm talking. What does that really matter? It has changed, it has changed. Face the reality of life and develop your life. Praise the Lord. Can you get what I'm saying? In the book of Luke chapter 1 verse 36, we have an interesting passage there. You remember somebody like Elizabeth, right? Elizabeth at her age had no child, but the Bible said, remember, she was even the wife of a prophet. I mean a priest. And that was enough stigma. Right? That was enough stigma. Think about that. You marry to a priest, ministering, officiating, praying for people, things are happening. And yet, they have no child. (laughs) You know what? How society can raise such people. I mean, I was wondering if people were still actually believing them to to stand to pray for them, even though they were priests. Because how could that be? You're priest and you have no child, you pray for people. How would they look at you? Huh? 
you, you, you go into a priest who have no child, but you ask him for a baby. I mean, how do you think about that? But here is this interesting story that I have for you here in Luke chapter 1. And look at verse 36 only. You can read the whole lot if you want. But verse 36 is an interesting story. And here we go. The Bible tells us when God was ministering first of all to Mary. And the Bible says in verse 35, And the angel answered and said unto her, That's Mary, the Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And not just that. You go down to verse 36. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she hath also conceived a son in her old age. That's what I want you to pick. Right? And this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. Praise the Lord. Who was called barren? Think about it. She has also conceived six months now. Who was called barren? That same Elizabeth. That same individual that was called barren. Hallelujah. Can you get that? The name changed. Today is not the same as yesterday. Tomorrow is not the same as two years ago. Her name changed, her condition changed. Elizabeth that was called barren was no longer called barren. Can you get that? Praise the Lord. So you see, at her old age, the story changed from that who was barren to the mother of John the Baptist. Praise the living God. Very interesting, isn't it? I'll tell you that your future is much more heavier, better, glorious than your yesterday. Don't let your yesterday disappointment be your focus. Don't let it be that it be clouds you, that you can't see precisely what God has in mind for you, even right now. Hallelujah. What you are called yesterday by men because of circumstance of life cannot answer for your tomorrow. Or your today. What men referred you referred to you about? What they stigmatize you about? No. As long as that is not in the mind of God, I'm saying that name shall be erased. If you believe, and you can say amen to that. That name you've been called, that stigma you've been walking with, that thing that men have always, always, and all time. Referred to you by is changing in the name of Jesus. You need to get that. So, what am I trying to make you understand? Your yesterday, the circumstance of your past, cannot answer for your tomorrow. There is something greater for you, there is something heavier that God has in mind for you. Your future is too bright to allow the dimness of yesterday to be cloudy glory ahead of you. No, 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 no. You see, scripture says, the righteous will fall seven times and shall rise again. So there's a place for resurrection to get out of any realm of life. You don't have to fall down and sit down there. Neither will you be waiting for people to come raise you up. No. The righteous shall fall seven times shall rise again. There is always hope for something better and more glorious. Can you get that? So wake up son and daughter of God. 
Leave your past alone. Don't go commit suicide because you were molested and abused when you were young. That's all your past and never your future glory. You see some people come on the media. Some are even contemplating, oh, when I was young, when I was 13 years old, my father molested me, my mother did this to me, my uncle did that to me. That's when you were 13 years old. That's when you were 10 years old. How old are you now? Why is your 13 years experience an issue right now when you are 30 years of age? What is that supposed to do? Absolutely nothing. It's all past. It's all gone. You say, oh, pastor, you don't understand the memory. Clean up your mind. Why do you think the cross, I mean, the cross were on the head of Jesus? is to heal your mind. Is to heal your forehead, which is your mind. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. You can't carry such things along with you. No. Renew your mind. Hallelujah. Romans 12 tells them precisely. And that is why there was a ton of crown. Now the, the, the ton of crown that they placed on the head of Jesus. Why? You know by a stripe you were healed. And by the tones your mind is renewed. That is why the tone was upon his head. Are you getting this? So get into the word of God and see what God has for you. Nothing to do with your past. Nothing to do with your future. I need you to understand that. Don't go commit suicide because you are molested by somebody somewhere along the line. No. Telling stories about how certain things happened to you when you were young. And then you brooding on that. How maybe... Somebody very close to you was molested or somebody you know molested somebody. What has that got to do with your future? Absolutely nothing. Hallelujah. So to stay with a haughty mind leading to depression and suicide is self-pity and not self-love. I need you to think about this. Get me right. To stay with a haughty mind, you always remaining in that haughty state. Leading you to depression and desicider in your thought is self-pity and not self-love. But you know what the scripture says? We're asked to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. Glory to God. Self-love is not suicidal. You want to commit suicide and say because you love yourself? No, that is not self-love. That is self-pity. You just want people to sympathize with you. You just want people to pity you. You just want to say, oh, this sister died, that brother died because of what was done to her. You want people to sympathize with you. That is not self-love. Suicide is not self-love. Is that okay? So staying hot, what your husband did, what your wife did, you carry all of this body along with you, it's not self-love but self-pity. And again, we ask to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. Not to love a life or not to live a life of self-pity because we were molested or hurt or by even the mistake we made and the choices we made have nothing to do with your future. It's all gone and dead. Can you get me? You can't keep on living a life of self-pity because you were molested or hurt. You can't keep on living a life of self-pity because you made some mistakes in the choices that you made. Maybe you made a choice of a wrong husband or a wrong wife. And that has led to a lot of things. Now you're not experiencing anything good in your marital life. You keep on thinking about how your husband treated you or is maltreating you. 
how your wife has uh, maltreated you and you lost the marriage and so right now you can hold your head up you can stand you can you can focus on what you are supposed to do man come on that is self-pity you made a mistake it's all gone face the future face your tomorrow think straight wake up glory to god your past can never account for your future can i remind you before i go brethren philippians 3 13 i can't know myself to have apprehended about this one thing i do and i suppose every one of us to take on would like apostle paul one thing i do and i want to say it, one thing is needful forgetting those things which are behind praise god forgetting getting it out of your mind shaking it off your thinking forgetting those things praise the living god can you get what i mean it's so vitally important this is one thing i do this is the thing i live for this is the thing i walk with what is that forgetting those things which are behind hallelujah that is the thing that sets you free that is the thing that delivers you that is the thing that takes away that which you call depression from your life that is absolutely what gets you free from all of the bondages of these things called the past you know what it means to forget the word forget means to neglect no longer caring for forgetting giving over to oblivion that is uncared for when you want to forget means you don't care for those things that happened to you in your time past it means to lose out of mind glory to god the word forget means to lose out of mind by implication to neglect that is a key thing forgetting those things which are behind lose out of mind those things which happened to you when you were young and of course sometimes it was outside of your control amen lose them out of your mind so don't tell me pastor you know this thing is not easy the scripture say it is easy forgetting those things lose out of your mind those things which are behind you lose them out of your mind are you are you still with me praise the living god Lose them out of your mind. Focus on the things that are in the future. Those things which are behind. The word behind actually actually means backwards. Right? Back, behind, after, afterward of place, things that are behind of time. After. Lose those things out of your mind. Is that okay? With a click of direction to the back, that is to be taken aback. Don't think back. Don't let men even remind you of your past. It's not necessary. Think about the future. Hallelujah. Reaching forth unto. That's the key thing. You reach forth unto to stretch out or to stretch forth your hands as it were. To touch, to look forward. That does mean. Is that okay? To stretch one step forward, that's you're going to push on, move forward into the thing which is before you, and that brings me to the place where you need to have some clear vision of what God has for your life, that you reach for it, and don't allow your past 
to shut you down. You reach for that which is ahead of you. Can you see that? To forget means to lose out of mind everything which is behind you. You don't even allow messages to remind you of your past. Don't allow messages to bring sorrows to your mind. Get forward to that which is ahead of you. Reaching forth to the seas which are before. To reach forth, to stretch forth your hand, to push ahead, to grab. Oh, glory to God. You see something that is much more glorious than everything you have missed. And you're reaching forth unto it. This is why it's vitally important. You have to have some glimpse of what God has for your life. You have to have some, some clarity of what God has for your life. And you're reaching forth to those things. Friend, what am I saying? When your future speaks, your back have nothing to do with the future. Your yesterday have nothing to indicate. It can never obliterate the glory that God has for you. When your future speaks, you're forgetting your past. Let your future speak right now. Let God begin to minister to you. Let God begin to show you with clarity that which he has in mind for you. It is only his mind that stands. Nothing else. Hallelujah. So what am I saying? Your past has nothing to do with your future. Don't live on self-pity. Don't don't commit suicide. Don't live on depression. Because your mother neglected you. Because your father neglected you. Because the society never cares about you. Because your uncles never thought about you. They have nothing to do with your life. Listen and listen closely. You came here alone from the hands of God. Jeremiah 1 verse 5, the Lord said, The day I formed you, I knew you. Remember that? And I called you as a prophet. God knew you before you came here. He knows exactly what you're going to pass through. But yet, he knows what he sent you here for. And that is what's important to you. So your past have nothing. Whoever brought you to life is just a surrogate parent. That is not why you are here. You are not here because of your parent. You are here for what he sent you here to do. And so your past and your parents never did one thing. You never sent you to school. They neglected you. Whatever. Nothing to do with your reality. Look forward. Stretch forth. Listen to this again. I can't know myself to be a friend. But this one thing I do. Forgetting glory to God. Losing out of mind. Hallelujah. Losing out of mind. Can you get that? This one thing I do. Losing out of mind. Everything that is behind me. And that word. One thing is very important. He speaks so abundantly. Man. One another. But the key point is abundantly. One thing, the abundance grace that is available to you to be able to obliterate everything about your past in your mind and be able to focus in your future and get what God has in mind for you. I see a glorious future for you, friend. I see a wonderful moment. All those thoughts of suicide and whatever, all those messages that people preach to you, all those information they bring your way, all the suggestions, thoughts, reasonings that men are bringing your way cannot be compared to your future. Anything that takes you to your back, I ask you to renounce it and reject it today and look at your future and see the glory that's ahead of you. You have a future. Where your future speaks, your back is obliterated. God bless you and thank you for listening. Amen. 
Thank you for listening to Dr. David Ogaga. We know you have been blessed by this station. You can share this message with your friends and loved ones. For more information, inquiries, and free downloads, please visit www.davidogaga.org or you can send us an email admin at gkai.net. God bless you.